A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed to us. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God, for creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. <clears throat> some fell on rocky ground, where it had little soil. It sprang up at once, because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it was withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit, 
a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The disciples approached him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? He said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven have been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. To anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. For from anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look but do not see, and hear but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, You shall indeed hear but not understand. You shall indeed look but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes. Least they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and be converted, and I heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Amen, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see but did not see it and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it. And the evil one comes and steals away what was sown in his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy but he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. we just listened to, we know well, I'm hearing it many times, and it reminds us again today of the power of God's Word, how He can touch our lives and the qualities of our hearts and souls needed to cooperate with that Word. In the Scriptures, a garden is oftentimes a place of beauty and encounter, such as in the Song of Songs, we have the lover visiting his garden to see the spices growing, and his beloved is there welcoming him. The Lord sees each of us as a garden he wants to plant more graces in. And there are four different kinds of soil pointed to in the parable 
May we purge different kind of attitudes or positions of our hearts and souls. And the first one is the seed that falls on the path where birds come and take it up. A path, a walking path, gets harder by many travelers over it. And uh, so it can become hardened in a way and you can't really receive the seed as well. Think of things that are kind of a pattern in our culture, be it slogans or attitudes or opinions, things that so repeated over and over, a narrative if you will, that it makes it harder to hear something new. It's kind of path that's traveled very heavily. And so the Lord's reminding us of try not to be influenced as much by what's on the walking path, what's over and over proclaimed by our culture, but what is the Lord saying? There's a beautiful passage in one of St. Paul's letters that says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your minds that you may discern God's will. Don't be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your minds. We can refer to that first kind of soil. The second one is rocky ground where the seed falls. And there's some soil there. So it says at first things can spring up, but it doesn't have any roots. So the roots dry up and the seed falls down. So that's again a sign of where a hardened heart and make it harder to persevere. Someone who's rather shallow, perhaps, in their faith, won't persevere when trials come. Or we can have an enthusiasm, going on a retreat or a conference, but when we come home, we may not persevere because the roots aren't so deep. And it's a reminder again of how the Lord wants to help us grow deeper in Him to be able to bear good fruit. I think about how um, we need to have time of quiet to listen to the Lord. We need to have time of silence here and there to be able to listen and allow our hearts to be open. One of the persons I was talking to a while ago told me that they prayed to the Lord, Lord, break my heart. Lord, break open my heart. And I thought, what a powerful, bold prayer but he wanted to give the Lord permission to open his heart. He recognized there's some hardness in his own heart, and he wanted to give the Lord permission to break that open, that he could receive what the Lord has for him. A powerful example. Now we have the third uh, group of, or the soil rather, and that has thorns growing up in it. The seed can fall, but the thorns choke it off, Jesus says. And he describes those thorns as the anxieties of life, the lure of riches, those things again in our culture that can distract us from what's really valuable, what's really life-giving, what the Lord wants to share with us. And uh, that may be where the thorns have to be removed and there might be fertilizer placed in to allow the, the soil to grow deeper. Think about in our own lives, Fertilizer happens in our lives, doesn't it? In situations we weren't planning on, illness, accidents, things that take us by surprise, but they're perhaps something the Lord wants to use to draw us closer to him, some way of being tested again to grow deeper in the Lord. 
As we celebrate every Eucharist, Jesus is speaking to us. He's the living word of God. His words have power. His words have uh, life-giving power. And so as we celebrate the Eucharist, the Lord wants to help us prepare, again with some silence as we come to Mass, some quiet to listen in our hearts, and then also to seek the Holy Spirit to be able to allow the Lord, give him permission to touch our hearts, our minds, our souls. He wants to do great things within us. He wants to transform us more and more. So let's give the Lord permission to touch whatever areas of our life need his healing, need his guidance, a breakthrough in a way to hear his voice. And as we do that, then we can be that garden that has beautiful fruit and flowers. Our hearts, our souls, be a garden that welcomes the coming of the Lord. <laughs> 